Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another Suhoor Bite episode 21 already. It's hard to believe that it's three weeks of Ramadan, but it is three weeks of Ramadan. Starting to get a little uh, little harsher on me now, like I'm definitely noticing that my body's a little low on energy and reserves, but we're coming up on that final week, so just a little bit more. I have a special guest for you today, again, uh, this time uh, my dear friend Lee Hamoud, uh, a technical game designer slash indie developer working on their own game but also doing things with other studios, which is kind of weird but really cool, basically a bunch of game dev stuff is how Lee described himself. Lee, welcome. Hey, hey everyone, uh, hey, uh, how, how you doing? I'm I'm good, I'm good, like I said, it, Ramadan is uh, getting to me, we're, we're recording this a little before my, uh, my iftar time, so hmm. I'm pretty low on energy and i'm just pouring all of my remaining energy into this uh this hosting right <laughs> fair enough I'm, I'm i bet you're thinking about those burritos <laughs> yes yes i ordered some burritos and i am excited to eat them um <laughs> nice yeah it's uh, it's been a good ramadan for me though i will say That's it's awesome. been uh it's been it's been a good time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> how are you i'm doing great uh not too bad <laughs> uh, not too bad is good yeah going along and uh just uh you know what riding the wave if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good way to be especially you know like it's it's been it's been a long it's been a long few years i think being in a 100%. place where you're just kind of riding the wave and feeling pretty good about things is actually a kind of a blessing right now yeah like pre you know that high sort of high optimism after you know, bit of a bit of an interesting few years, <laughs> to right. say the least. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's absolutely true. I, I don't know. Has 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 these past two years has COVID sort of been hard for you, or just? It's been a bit weird with COVID because, like, uh, uh, it started out as you know, I was very obsessed about okay, we need to keep the per, you know the COVID protocols. We need to be very careful. And then un- right. until we started getting vaccinated, I sort of felt. Being a bit relaxed, especially like right. because both of my parents were sort of uh, like they were on the higher risk groups uh, from COVID. No. So I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. we gotta gotta take this very very seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm so glad it went by with uh, you know way less worse than I've than I imagined at the time. So well, at least to my you know to my parents, but yeah. I guess worldwide still. Yeah, it's. It's been a rough time for a lot of people. I mean, I was the same. My parents are also both in like the risk category, so I I did the exact same thing, right? Extra, extra careful mm-hmm. uh, all the time because you just it's not worth risking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people are sort of coming out of COVID with this sense of new purpose or sense of determination to make the best out of their time now that the world feels a little less dangerous. I guess so. I guess so. It, it, it's a bit of a weird time because it it feels like there's always uninterrupted chaos happening. That makes sense as right. well. Whether it's going to be, yeah. there. you know, as much as I don't want to bring this uh, fear <laughs> in this horror voice right now, but, you know, climate change for me is something that right. it makes me panic every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing internally. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, but I know exactly what you mean. It's like it it's one of those things that is so big that it's almost kind of like funny in a really scary way yeah 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 no i i know what you mean but i'm glad um, your parents went uh, through the covid safely and hopefully in the future alhamdulillah. As well. 
I just so it's been for, just fortunate. I, I've been really fortunate. I've managed to avoid it, and and even now I'm that glad. I'm traveling a bit again, yeah, uh, still still managed to avoid it. So, um, that said, mm. I mean, I, you know, the the world is changing a bit, and for me, honestly, doing Ramadan again and and having it feel a little bit more social has been mm-hmm. really wonderful because. I don't know. Doing it entirely in isolation has been sort of rough on me. So right. sort of seeing friends again is great. Yeah, that's true. Like because you know Ramadan, you know one of the key points about it, at least uh, when I remember it or when I recall it, it, a lot of it is just gatherings and gatherings and gatherings, which is you know the, some, yeah. some of the good stuff about it. And um, and it's it's kind of surreal, like saying, oh hey, you know past two Ramadans, uh, you know the sixty days of them were very way less social than it ever used right. to be right and yeah the whole sure. family yeah i was talking to tarya uh who is a finnish muslim she she converted to islam later in life and mm-hmm. she's apparently just like the only muslim that far up north in finland mm. so she has never known ramadan as like a communal event and that oh, was such okay. a fascinating conversation i see um, i see because it's hard to especially if you grew up in the in the arab world like it just it just changes the world whether you're fasting or not whether mm. you're muslim or not it just everything changes right 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 uh, exactly the lights come out the day change yeah. it's kind of wonderful the in whole that routine changes and yeah it's, it's, i'm very curious about you know doing it by yourself you know yeah it sounds hard it sounds hard i mean i i find it hard even with the sense of community behind me but mm. She's doing it, uh, you know, like long days because north of Finland right now in summer, it's right, long right. days. Uh, and she's doing it alone with her own recipes. <laughs> she was talking to me about how, how she uses uh, ginger gingerbread mm. as like a, as like a suhoor and iftar like bite. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I've ever heard a Muslim say that. <laughs> How many how many hours do uh, do they fast in Finland? Because I know it's like, uh, like till... Subhanallah, it must be like eighteen to twenty hours or something. Wow, it's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I, and I know that there's like the exception that you can use Mecca times if it's too long or too short. Otherwise, but oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yikes, that's a lot of hours. It is. It is. Like I remember when I used to fast, uh, at least in Lebanese time, it was like what. 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and I was like, oh, God, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, like, sure. the uh, winter ones, you know. Um, you know, I, I love that about uh, when, I, when I was growing up as a kid uh, with Ramadan. It's, it felt always like a different season. Not a different season, but it always felt right. like changing in terms of never a very fixed state. So that sort of changes across, you know, across the years as you grow up with the memories that you build, you know. Uh, whether it's in the winter Ramadan or uh, summer or spring, it had different interesting um, uh, influences. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when I was growing up, it was winter Ramadan, so it, it was always just like you wake up, you have normal breakfast, you go to school, you skip lunch, you have dinner at the normal time, and it was great. Oh right, right. Sometimes you even that iftar before you would normally have dinner. I see. Just how. because the sun sets so early. How was Ramadan while we you while you were in school? We had they had to change a couple of things for us, uh, at least one hour. Yeah, no, the, the Dutch schools obviously don't have a lot of space to change there. So there's mm-hmm. lunch in the middle of the day, and and normally you would have to sit at the table where everybody was eating, just because they wanted all kids in the same place. But for mm-hmm. Ramadan, they made an exception. 
Mm, so if you were Ramadan kids, you got to play on the Super Nintendo. That <laughs> Ramadan was one of my favorite times of year. <laughs> Passing time uh, so fast, yeah. Because otherwise, I would just eat my lunch real fast and go like, "Can I go now?" And then just run to the SNES and hope that I was the first one. Mm, I see. Um, I see. Because if I wasn't, somebody else would be playing. And I would have to wait my turn. Oh no! The yeah. the worst. And now you have to start That's... thinking about fa- <laughs> fasting it. Yeah. So the Super Nintendo had Pilot Wings, which for me was like a big deal. Mm. So I wanted to play the airplane game. I see. Uh, so I guess that is like a childhood thing of mine is video games and aviation. So I guess nice. things worked out pretty well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember um, our school used to shorten the, uh, the, recess, the recess duration during Ramadan. I was oh. like, isn't that counterproductive, right? I'm thinking about it, right? Yeah. So it's like, why would you do that? <laughs> uh, right. Because we had, you know, two recesses. Uh, I don't know if that, what's the plural word of recess. I think it's just recess. You know what? <laughs> I actually have no idea. Yeah. What is the plural of recesses? That is recesses? a very good question. This is, this is, these are my favorite kind of questions because you feel like you should know the answer. Mm-hmm. But, but then you don't. Yeah. And then you, you uh, he- hesitate to Google it because you try to uh, right. figure it out. <laughs> no, I, I just Googled it. Do you want to know it? I should. Yeah. All right. It is recesses. Recesses. Oh, that is such an ugly word, though. <laughs> it is the worst. Recess it also has just... It's too many S sounds mm. for one word. It is. Recess. It is. So, like, my tongue is not doing well yeah, right now. No, we're, not, we're, not, we're not built for this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shortening recesses, yeah, that seems kind of... kind of Like, we had the same recess. I just spent more time on the Super Nintendo because mm. I could play around while all the other kids were eating. Did you did you all have like one big recess, or was it like? Yeah, in the Netherlands they do one around noon, mm. I see. and then on Wednesday that's actually when you go when you go home. So Wednesday the day ends halfway through the day. I see. I see. That sounds kind of more more fun than what you what we used to have. Because <laughs> what was it over there? Like two times half an hour? Or yeah, it was a bit weird. Like thinking about it, I think it was like a fifteen minute, two times, uh, one for I think eleven a.m. If I remember, and then another is it's like one. I don't know. I huh. forgot. It's weird. <laughs> There's so much about just how education works that I find fascinating because it's so different everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you always kind of feel like education just is the way it is because that works best. It does. And then you start talking, and then you start talking to people around the world, and you're like, "Oh my God, nobody agrees on what's best for the kids." Yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> Everybody's hard. just guessing. You're just uh, you know, imp- <laughs> riding the wave. <laughs> yep, we're just figuring it out as we go. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, I think, like for us, they had to change so much stuff throughout the years, and you know, especially mm-hmm. in Ramadan. Um, but yeah, that was just an interesting time. To say the least yeah for for me at school they they really tried to to sort of adhere or to to sort of not adhere but to make the um, the difference in religion um from what was sort of the norm to make it smoother mm-hmm. so uh, my dad was an immigrant to the netherlands and he was always very defensive of of the cultural and religious identity of his children mm. right because it's really easy to just sort of like get uh, absorbed into Dutch culture completely and for him as an Egyptian it would probably be a bit of a nightmare to see his culture sort of end with him 
Right, right. Right? So uh, he always sort of pushed to to make meaningful distinction where it was necessary. And he, he never really forced a religion on us or anything. He just taught us. Mm. Um, but one thing I will always remember is that my elementary school teacher, um, there's this holiday in the Netherlands called Sinterklaas, which is what Santa Claus was based on. Mm-hmm. And he would show up at the start of December and then he would bring candy and he would bring uh, gifts. Right. Which is great because candy and gifts are great. Oh, perfect. Um, but the clothes he wears, he wears this red sort of like tall hat kind of thing. Uh, it's hard to explain it. I, I don't know how to translate the word for it. But he, he has sort of like a tall pointy hat mm. uh, that is red with a golden cross on it. Okay. Right. Uh, a Christian cross because St. Nicholas is based on St. Nicholas, who was a holy man in, in uh, Mira, mm-hmm. I think, uh, in modern day Turkey, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, my dad uh, talked to the to my elementary school teacher and got permission to l- basically made sure that I was allowed to draw a moon onto the guy's hat. Oh wow! Okay, like just a, cre- a crescent. And I always thought that was such a beautiful and elegant solution for me to sort of integrate the two parts of my cultural identity. Right, right. Wow. And I think that's when schools really are at their best, right? Mm teachers because i think teaching is hard it is it is my yeah do you teach uh my dad is an arabic teacher well really yeah retired arabic teacher and it's very funny because uh i'm not exactly like i can obviously i grew up in lebanon for so many years you know i just recently left that and like i can talk arabic listen to arabic read arabic uh Right in Arabic, but <laughs> my level of Arabic compared to my dad, or at least compared to people my age, uh, is not exactly good. So it's just very right. funny, you know, like how my dad, who actually te- taught me one year in, at school, uh, Arabic. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a very funny year when he was teaching me. Um, <laughs> so that wasn't ex- that's yeah, it was an awkward conversation if your grades weren't good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, be able to see from his face when he's um, correcting exams. Of course, I wasn't allowed to. See, I wasn't allowed to see what was going on there. But <laughs> I just can't tell oh, from the face. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Wow! Yeah, that it, sounds terrifying. It does, but it's also like you know, you know, when you have like eight hours of classes, a lot of them are boring, and then there's that that one hour that it sort of like spikes your, it stimulates your brain. It's like. What, right. what is dad going to say next about me, right, in front of everyone? Right, <laughs> right, right. Always, yeah, I guess yeah. it'll wake you up for sure. <laughs> exactly. But always, it, it was always like, um, it was fun. It was it was absolutely fun uh, to just uh, see my dad teach me <laughs> and teach that, the class. That, yeah. Uh, I don't know. My dad was my soccer teacher for a while. Nice. I always enjoyed that. But also, he didn't grade me. So that seems I see. less scary. Yeah, but how, like, was he? Can I say, was he proud of of, of how you were playing soccer? <laughs> I think so. He always. I had this thing where, so I was a I was a sweeper, so I was in the defensive line, and nice. I I was always a defensive player, so I never scored goals. But I was pretty I was pretty good as a sweeper mm. and as a playmaker. But I would always get injured in like the last fifteen minutes of the match, and my dad always was just like, "Okay, you got to stop doing this at some point, you know." Like just, <laughs> Stop! Stop! Like, stop running into people's feet in the last ten minutes of the match. <laughs> we need to bring you back home in one piece. <laughs> right. 
Uh, but yeah, I think he, I think he had fun. He just, he also just really loves soccer. Mm. So you know, do you still play it? I don't play anymore. I I switched from soccer to badminton at some point in life through like six other sports, and I I played badminton for another six years. But I I played soccer for like a good ten years mm. of my life. You? Yeah, no, I, I I I same here. Like I've played a lot of soccer. I still like play it from from time to time. Uh, oh nice. Not exactly a fan of watching it to be honest. Uh, it's a bit, Same. It's a bit too boring. <laughs> I mean, uh, I have the Egyptian obligation of watching Salah play, <laughs> yeah, but then right. beyond that, beyond that, I don't really watch soccer. Mm, yeah, yeah, but uh, I can like I would um, I, I would used to play attacker, so or like wingman. Mm-hmm. So I would probably be if we were playing together, I would be passing you a lot, or you know, just uh, I have I have a prone to slide a lot and uh, not dive. Right. I wouldn't say dive, but. You know, not the kind of person who is physically uh, strong enough to keep up with other players, <laughs> or at least right. I used to be like that. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you wouldn't get past me, but you can try. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is a competition now. You know, you know how this goes. We're gonna need to find a soccer ball next time. I we am run into definitely each other. gonna bring a ball with me then. <laughs> We're hundred percent in. Lee, it was a pleasure talking to you. If people want to follow you somewhere, where can they find you? Yeah, they can follow me uh, pretty much like I'm on any social media platform on Twitter ha- uh, at Lee Hamoud, Lee Hamoud, uh, whatever you want to, pr- whatever you want to pronounce right. it. I uh, just post a lot of game, cool game dev stuff there, even though I've been uh, not so active. But I'm pretty much also there on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. Even though I don't use Facebook a lot, but still there. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can find and me everywhere there. it's just Lee Hamoud, right? Yeah, just right there. It's funny because I have figured out that there is only one <laughs> Lee, uh, the name of the first person Lee, and then the last name Hamoud in the entire world. <laughs> because it's, I can imagine that. Yeah. It's a pretty specific combination there. It's a very specific. It's a man-made combination. Well, technically, every every yeah. name is a man-made combination. Fair, fair, <laughs> but, a, but still. Yeah, yeah, it's a conscious made. <laughs> Good. Yeah. No, it's super cool. But, Lee Hamoud on Twitter and everything else. Shokran, thank you for being here. Thank and you. Uh, thank you for having me. For everybody listening, salam. See you, everyone.